Hello, everyone, and welcome to... Oh, hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say, what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say, what's up, Kahai? Hey. Oh, <laughs> anxious, are I, we? <laughs> he wants to get the show started. I always, I have my headphones on, uh, and I don't respond to you until I hear what's up in my headphones. And then when <laughs> I go back and I listen to the podcast, I'm like, I really got to stop doing that. <laughs> I always cut it short in the audio podcast. So. Yeah, so uh, no guests this week, you know? So uh, we, we've had... Uh, a bunch of guests in, in the previous weeks, which has been super fun. Actually, I've been digging all the guests that we've had. But uh, today, let's get back into business. Let's answer some ukulele questions. Um, and uh, let's let's do our songwriting challenge songs. Let's, <laughs> let's get back to business. We're, we've taken way too long on this songwriting challenge thing. So we're going to do that today. Right, Kahai? Yeah, it's a good thing that we made it a soft deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Not a oh, yeah. hard Super deadline. Super soft. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like a pillow deadline. Yeah. At this point, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been good. So, you know, we've had a long time to do our songs. So our songs are, are perfect, right? Every single one of us has, has written such a great song. Cause it, it took us twice as long. Cause I think we were going to give ourselves two weeks. It's been four. So our songs are twice as good. As they were two weeks ago, right, Kai? Yeah, you you know, you. we were talking before this. I was going to make the <laughs> joke. You can't rush perfection, but oh. you can't rush, uh, what is it, like, mm-hmm. you, you can't rush C's. You can't rush adequate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine, Kai. C's get degrees, yep. Is, yep. you know, from from uh, from a friend of mine. Yep. <laughs> he's currently, he's, uh, he's, he's on his way to become a doctor. And I'm a little worried that that's his, like, that's his motto is C's get degrees. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, C's for doctors. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but welcome, everyone. What we do here is we answer any and all of your ukulele questions or non-ukulele questions. It doesn't really matter. We get them however we can via email, via chat on Ukulele Underground Plus, via forum, via phone call, text, whatever it may be. Um, we try to answer it as best as we can. Kai tells me the questions. I try to answer it. And these two guys will chime in, uh, chime in with their two cents and we'll try to come up with the best answer possible. So here we go, Kai. Give us the first question. Yeah. Uh, Marima, I think we'll start off with this one. Uh, okay. Marima, she kind of asked if you can show off your new uke. Ooh. And uh, you can show and explain the differences in tone and sound kind of. Mm. Talk, she talked about like... Uh, how much it resonates and how much it uh, sustains and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's tough because it's at this point, like I have my, my new ukulele here. It's, it's really like apples and oranges. Like this is a well-seasoned ukulele that I play all the time. Um, whereas this ukulele is a week old. So it's not, you know, it's going to be night and day. This doesn't show its full potential until like a few years down the road. But, I mean, you can kind of tell already as far as tone goes. So with, um, with, ko- this is a ko- all koa ukulele, except for, I think, oh, the mahogany also neck. Plugged in, oh, so. yeah. Also, well, this, like, this I, I have the plug uh, muted. Okay, so okay, right okay, now okay. they're only hearing the mics. Okay. So with this particular ukulele, you know, it's, it's seasoned. So even though it's, you know, it's a, um, uh, koa ukulele, which is usually pretty bright, um, but it's got mellow tones to it. Uh, this one in particular, since it's seasoned very, very, very well, um, the brightness kind of went down, but it's kept more of that like um, ra- well-rounded tone. So this has got this nice, deep, big sound. 
But it's got a little bit of brightness to it as well. That's just kind of the um the characteristics of koa. Like the more it, it ages, the rounder that tone gets. Now usually, you know, when you first get a koa ukulele, it's pretty bright, it's pretty loud, but once it settles down, it, it gets kind of rounded off. Um yeah, so tone-wise, that's that's the main difference. Is uh, this particular ukulele has aged, whereas this one does not. So with this ukulele, um, the characteristics of the tone wood is that this spruce is super duper bright. It's just a very 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 bright spruce, and the Brazilian rosewood back and sides help to mellow out this bright spruce. And um, right now, it's just nothing but bright. So when I play it. It's a lot of those bright high tones. And the volume isn't quite as uh, as big as that other ukulele. But once this um, ages, this will sound louder and brighter than uh, than this ukulele. So that's that's kind of the um what, what I'm looking forward to is once this thing ages. But that's that's really it tone wise because these two tone woods are more on the they're both kind of on the bright side um but the ko ukulele is more like bright mids whereas this is bright highs i don't know if that makes sense to, you know to you guys but um spruce is really 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 bright and um it's got some nice crisp highs right now it's kind of um it's it if if you guys do any like music production at all, it, it sounds like it would peak. It sounds like it's peaking because it's so you know it's so bright. I did a video that I posted on my uh, on my YouTube channel today that I featured this particular ukulele in, and no matter how far away I put the microphone, it still peaked and it was it still cracked a little bit. You can hear it on the recording, um, but this thing this thing sings already, and I think. It's got great sustain. I mean, it's it's got the same strings on there, so it's not like there's any difference. Uh, but today, I, I talked about this with my wife yesterday. I'm like, the strings, my strings, I endorse these strings. I believe in these strings, and I feel like they're the best strings for all the ukes that I have had the, with H-A-D. But now that I have this one, these strings are are meant to brighten up uh, ukuleles like like this particular koa ukulele or um or my uh my taylor ukulele at home which is like super duper dark very deep sound this brings out all the all the brightness from those darker ukuleles but since this is already a very naturally bright instrument using these strings is a little bit too bright so i'm actually going and i'm putting this on record i'm going to uh switch over to these uh, back, let's switch back to these Diodario Pro Artes just until this ukulele opens up. Because right now, while it's not opened up, it's, you know, it's super duper bright and bright strings are just going to make it too much. So I'm going to go to, to a darkest and mellower set of strings, which are Pro Artes, they're, they're mellower. Um, but maybe in a couple years, I'm going to go back to these so that I can take advantage of the uh, volume that these strings give and the, and the sustain and all that good stuff, but with a less harsher attack, yeah. if that makes sense. Marima asked, like, mm. how long do you think it will take to start uh, changing the sound, you know, aging? Or uh, I think what you meant was, like, how long do you think it mm. will take to start opening up, right? 
I mean, you know, like it, it can open up within like the first like few months and stuff, but it's not going to show its true age until I would say like a couple years in, you know, like yeah. really like playing it for a year or two, at least, at least a that's, year or two. Yeah. And that's kind mm-hmm. of when you buy a quality ukulele, that's mm-hmm. also what you're kind of buying, right? Is yeah. like not only, uh, the current ukulele but like mm-hmm. what potential it has to grow you know yeah and like because like, because like some people are like oh but like a laminate ukulele sounds all right mm-hmm. but the thing with laminate ukuleles right is like they're pretty much gonna stay mm-hmm. sound the same as when you buy them they're not gonna yeah change or their their the actual wood isn't gonna mm-hmm. change anything see i used to subscribe to that but I have played enough laminate wood ukuleles that that kind of I can hear a small difference, like mm-hmm. in the uh, in the age. Just take uh, Aaron's ukulele for example. Like that juke didn't sound like that when you first got it. You no, know? but that is a solid top. Oh, is it? No. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. I know what anyway, you're talking thanks. about. No, but though. yeah, like I've I have yeah. seen a bunch That's of you know I, a yeah. bunch of ukuleles. It's solid pine. Mm. Or I don't know what they if they still use pine, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Solid mm. pine with the plastic. Mm. So, so it kind of this kind of goes to to show that the back and sides don't make as <laughs> it's a top. Difference. It's a top. Yeah, yeah. No, I have you know I have played a bunch of uh, a bunch of ukuleles that are laminate. It does change a little bit, you know. Like mm. it's yeah. not as much as say like yeah. a solid top ukulele would, you know. Um, but there is a slight change. So I wouldn't say that it's that that's what it's gonna sound like forever. It's gonna sound better, but um, it's not gonna have a drastic change. That's it's also kind of hard mm-hmm. too because it we're not saying to to buy like solid top ukuleles mm-hmm. with the expectations of well, I don't really like the sound right now, but it might grow yeah. on me in a couple yeah. years. Is like no, you should buy whatever ukulele you currently like the sound, yeah, and it'll probably just develop over time, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of what it just gets better. So yeah, 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 like, yeah. all instruments. Know, yeah, it's gonna change, but it's not gonna change in a way that you're not gonna like usually mm-hmm. unless you break it. As long as you're like, <laughs> as long as you're taking Taylor ukulele. <laughs> Well, even that though, uh, right? Like that's still playable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I play it all the time. Yeah. Uh, for those of you folks wondering, yeah, I, I basically made my own side port. Is what uh, happened. Nah, I, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna try to see if I can contact Taylor to see if they can just carve like this, this circle <laughs> hole in there. Uh, Joe Souza has actually offered me. He's like, oh, if you want, I can just put a like you know a, uh-huh. a side port. I was like, you know what? I might take you up on that offer. <laughs> so, and I, I'll take all the pictures of you working with a Taylor oh, ukulele. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you should uh, ask Aaron's dad to make you like, he probably could make you. <laughs> it's almost like, uh, I don't know, like a bottle cap or something. That you, <laughs> oh, you like just a cover itself? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Jim said, mm-hmm. uh, does Aldrin need some people to stand in for him and play the new baby when he isn't playing? <laughs> Get the miles up. That's what the tone ride is for, Jim. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, I mean, this, this, this thing, I, I had it for about a week now. Never left my side, honestly. Like, I, <laughs> I carry this everywhere. I take this everywhere. I play it. I'm like super duper in love with it. I, my, my wife is a little jealous, you know, like, it's seriously never left my side. Like, I, I come to the office, I, you know, with the intent of like using this one, but this one always manages to find its way in my hands or, or something. I'm always jamming on this. And, um, the past couple videos that I've made for, uh, for my YouTube channel has been this. I don't know. I dig it. Like, I, I just can't stop looking at it. 
It's just, it's beautiful. It sounds awesome. And I just can't wait until it shows it's like, it's true form, guys. Yeah. This isn't even I, my final form. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's why you have mm-hmm. like, uh, musicians like Tommy Emmanuel and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bob Dylan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or was it Bob Dylan? Who, who, uh, no, Willie Nelson. Willie right? Nelson. Trigger, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's his mm-hmm. guitar. So mm-hmm. it's like those people, like, it's not that, they probably couldn't get a nice guitar that sounds, you know, pretty good. <laughs> they have the money. Yeah, it's just like they've they've like almost grown with the guitar itself too, right? Yeah, and so yeah. they, that's probably what they appreciate is that this guitar has developed mm-hmm. as they've grown as musicians, also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I finally got myself a Kalei Gamiya ukulele. So I'm, I'm yeah, so yeah. stoked. Yeah, it's basically Kalei's setup, which is oh, but he has bear claw spruce, mm-hmm. you know, what on on the top. There's a Sitka. Okay. Um, and he also has Brazilian rules with back and sides. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he has th- this like the same tuners with Snakewood instead. Oh. Like it's like a Kalei got me out ukulele. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Kalei, I'm gonna sound right. Yeah, like the Florentine cutaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is like a like a the bevel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a beveled cutaway instead. Kind of. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, maybe someday I'll sound as good as Kalei now that I play the same kind of ukulele <laughs> that he has. But yeah. honestly, um. One of the best sounding ukuleles that, you know, that I heard, like besides the uh, the Taylor ukulele, is the Hammer by um, by Kamaka. It's called the Hammer. If you guys have the um, the Dragon album from Jake, that's that ukulele that he plays, like on like on the cover of that album. Um, it's been passed down because like uh jake's like oh it's it's okay like i'll take pictures of it or whatever my album but he never mm-hmm. really played it so it it got passed around it, it made its way to kalei's hands while they were making kalei's um custom kamaku ukulele he was playing on the hammer and then when uh when he finally got his they asked for the hammer back and then now rio got the hammer oh. like uh rio saito so he put his mana on top of that you know that hammer and then rio got his ukulele and i think chris fujigami also played the hammer and uh and once he got his custom so that's kind of like a rite of passage for kamaka players oh, wow. to play the hammer and then uh and then you get your your main ukulele and you give the hammer back and that that ukulele's got so much mana in it yeah. like it's uh-huh. it's ridiculous but it's um i remember the first time and you know this is it's like name dropping again like the first time <laughs> that uh that that I, I that that uke like came to be like um I remember Jake brought it you know brought it out we were like in his garage and he brought it out he's like what do you think about this ukulele he's like oh, I don't know it's so I, I think at that point he was working on his like mellow tone and stuff and the brightness of the uh the the spruce top with the Brazilian back and sides he's just like it doesn't really quite match my uh my my technique or whatever that I'm doing so I'm gonna go back to my you know to my uh koa ukulele and I'm like this is amazing I I don't know if I have those pictures from like back in the day but um i remember it was me i don't know if you i don't know if you remember him reese fabro mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was me reese and um reese's girlfriend at the time we were in his in his house and we we're like all oh, taking pictures of it and stuff because <laughs> you know like i was playing a um playing an ovation ukulele back uh-huh. then so like handed this like custom kamaku ukulele was like this is i'm gonna take this home like just he doesn't even like it <laughs> he doesn't even want it not that he doesn't like it he doesn't even want it like maybe i don't think he's noticed if i just like ran away with this <laughs> little did i know that that ukulele like just got like you know got went through the ringer and now it sounds amazing yeah. so after um after Rio was done with it, that's when I played it again. I'm like, this doesn't sound anything like when I first played this ukulele. This, this totally thing's, yeah, up. exactly. And it's just like been through the hands of so many players that, yeah, yeah the hammer 
Look, like that's, if you guys can find it, if you guys can play it, that's one of the best sounding yeah, games. Well, because I'm gonna have to find yeah. pictures <laughs> the of it now. Well, I can put like a, uh, yeah, the Dragon album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh-huh. uh, but that, that's kind of the thing, right? Is that uh, instruments? The best instruments are usually mm. like the ones that are played. But you don't mm. want the ones that are played too much. So it's like finding just that perfect yeah. Goldilocks thing. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh, I, I have this ukulele or this instrument that I put in a, a like a closet and I just never touched. And I'm sure it like it looks great and it it's like structurally it's mm. sound, but it might not be as like the sound might not be mm. as developed as somebody who's mm. like, I kind of play like, you know, once or twice a mm. week and then I put it back in its case and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is like that's when you find vintage ukuleles or stuff mm-hmm. that some people are like, but it's been used. Like you can see where, you know, it has like mm-hmm. scratch marks or stuff, but that just might be like, you know, it kind of how well it's used is like can also add to its sound quality too. So that mm-hmm. might add to the price too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that like these, you know, like some of these legendary ukuleles like have names and stuff like, like the hammer. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, mine back then, Mika was like, to me was, you know, was one of the, one of the best sounding ukes that I, that I owned. Um, my mother-in-law now has Mika, which is my, um, HF3 Kamaka, tenor Kamaka ukulele. And <laughs> yeah, the- I remember us doing like a meetup on Oahu mm-hmm. and then somebody doing the exact same thing. Oh, with, uh, with Mika. John. Um, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. John. I don't know his last name. I forgot his last name already. But yeah, he, uh, Cause I think we were gonna go do something, and then we we're gonna go meet up with him afterwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, oh well, you know, I don't want to be carrying this thing around. And John's like, oh, I'll take it for you, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the next thing I know, there's like all these pictures, like <laughs> on Ukulele Underground forums uh-huh. of like everything that was in my case, like yeah. stuff that you know, I was like, yeah, what? What happened? <laughs> that was like, uh, and then there's like that mm-hmm. April Fools' video, right, yeah. where you're like. Oh, I'm um, gonna give Mika away. <laughs> yeah, and even we we had people right who were like, I was looking for all the clues and I was so excited. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. man, yeah. So and then um, uh, let's see, another like blue is another blue is the one that Jake uses now. That's that's that ukulele. Mm-hmm. Buffy is the like the first kind of like JS model that he had. Lots of cool names for like legendary ukes. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. This one's Senko. And um, this one doesn't have a name. This uh, ukulele on the, the ground. I just called the office uke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what we call the office uke. It's called the office. <laughs> like T O U, the office uke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toe. Yeah. Uh, and Marima also mm-hmm. had a, another question too. Yeah. She asked. Uh, she finished one or two. Yeah. So she was asking, where should she go now? Ooh, well, at you know, at that point, after 102, you know how to like strum and pick songs, and uh, you know, uh, you know your basic picking techniques. Um, from here on, it's kind of exciting because this is where it branches off to whatever you want to do. You can either take um, some master classes and uh, and go more to the picking realm. Um, you can take like music theory from there. You can take. Um, Let's see. You can just start doing songs. That would be the best thing for you to do. But I know that you're doing that already. And that's why that wasn't the first thing that I said. But at that point, after 102, just do a bunch of songs, three, two, three songs a week. Like we've talked about this before, you know, like, and, and, uh, and try them out or like do, um, do the solo, uh, like the solo stuff or solo secrets revealed. Um, do like, mastering your fretboard to really get to know your instrument if you still want to learn more about the instrument then not not through songs 
that would be the best way to go through solo secrets revealed, mastering your fretboard, maybe doing um, uh, practice sessions to really like nail down those techniques that you learned in 102. There's so much places that you can go. I mean, like mm-hmm. take throw a rock on the site and then you'll hit something that that you can now do because you've done 102. Somebody, yeah, other people also doing 102 said that uh, they like doing music theory in conjunction with 102 mm. or after 102 mm-hmm. just because it like to further kind of learn all those intricate details of music theory. Like, mm. you know, we, we kind of talk about it in uh, 102, but we don't go super in detail, right? Yeah. So doing the music theory stuff might help too. Yeah, but if you're interested in that, so at this, I basically just start watching the stuff that you're interested in. If you like blues, we have a blues course. If you like um hawaiian we have a little hawaiian course if you want to go through music theory we can do the music theory you can take master classes like chris's master class is like my favorite you know salvador um if you want to go through your you know through your basics we got bruce shimabukuro and craig chi um that's some you know that's some great classes in there that you can check out uh who else like it's there's lots of stuff but yep. mainly songs and uh, and solo stuff like you plus solos you can start doing now yeah, we we have like uh, speaking about like you just mentioned Kalei, right? Mm. Kalei has a master class, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Mua has a master class, too. yeah. So yeah, they're so, all great. Yeah, that that's that stuff because now that you've done one hundred two, and I know we have a one hundred three, but that was like long time, and I think I condensed mm-hmm. one like the old one hundred three to fit into one hundred two, so you don't have to watch the old one hundred three, but you can watch like music theory. Yeah, some people ask like why we still have. The old 101, 102, and yeah, just archives. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and some people, like, that's the classes that they learn from, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what, what they want to go back yeah. to. So. so why why take stuff away? We don't want to be taking away stuff from you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, then we'll yeah. get those, you know, those uh, complaints. Yeah. So. We, we just go, like, watch this one first. Yeah. And if you really want to check out the old stuff, you can. So. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I wanted to relive, you know, back in the day when I would attend all dreams classes every Saturday and Sunday for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was, that was a, that, that was a time, man. And uh, I, I was just talking to my wife about that because she reminded me that that was the second time she ever flew down to Kauai to come visit me. And we were running that, oh. you know, so oh, wow. she didn't want to like, she didn't want to stay at like at, you know, at, at my house while I went to work. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, well, you could come with me if you want. She's like, are you sure? It's like, is it going to be boring? I was like, kind of. It's like five, <laughs> six hours of just like me teaching, you know, teaching. Ukula. I don't want to, I don't know if you want to sit through that. She's like, well, we'll, you know, I'll come for one day. And then she came with a one day and she never came. After that. <laughs> and it's just like six hours of just, cause it's like three classes. And then I do the same three classes again or something. Like, mm-hmm. cause there's like a replay, like for, for the people who couldn't make it to, um, to, to that class, mm-hmm. that hour. I was, it was the insane. First, yeah, yeah. Our first like really streaming. Yeah. Streaming See? course. We did like some groundbreaking stuff back in the day because that was before anybody was doing like. <laughs> yeah, no one was, yeah, doing, no one was doing that. Courses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and now like everyone and their mother is like. Now you can just do Zoom. <laughs> you can just have a Zoom room. Some, yeah. Somebody in particular, they noticed they're like, why does your guys' video look kind of weird? Mm-hmm. I had to explain to them like this was before like anybody was really streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and this is the standard aspect ratio. Yeah, <laughs> streaming used to be a box, not a mm-hmm. uh, like you know not a rectangle. Uh-huh. So yeah. the rectangle video would get Came squished after into a box. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why it looks a little weird. 
Yeah, so you know we've we've been around for a while. We've like I remember when we did our first open mic. That was like that wasn't mm -hmm. a thing before, you know, mm -hmm. or like just the first live Virtual, stream in general. Yeah, I remember it was like Christmas or New Year's. It was at Ryan Asaki's house. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we came down. I debuted the uh, the 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 hats. You know, I had like the brown whatever like a uh, trilby thing going on. I mean, that was some good times. <laughs> and I think we launched Ukulele on the ground that New Year. Like we were about to launch it, and I think we were like doing a stream to thank all the people who signed up for the forum because mm -hmm. it was just a forum back then. Yeah, and we're like, we're gonna launch the site. So that was 2007. Oof, yeah. I would I tell you, <laughs> I would link some of these things, but even like the sites that well, these things are, are dead. On, yeah, yeah, there are, yeah. oh, and there's some that got like bought out by other companies, right? Yeah. So. You can't like, find them. We did Ustream, Ustream TV. We did like Justin TV. We did uh, all kinds of yeah, all kinds of stuff. And none of that stuff is around anymore. But yeah, so you, you boys have been doing it for a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to use Viddler. Yeah, to, that to was host, fun too because it had all like the, the you know yeah. that's cool cool little um, like perks that you could you could do with it. Like if I want to just go straight to this part of the uh, you know this yeah be before yeah. YouTube had that only now mm. YouTube and and Vimeo have incorporated mm -hmm. those kind of things Viddler. good stuff mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> uh we also got a student review from brevue okay so yeah uh that was the one that i just watched earlier yeah the, beautiful, um, kawaii. beautiful kawaii okay cool so um nice job by the way good job on you know on that um really i think what you you know what you need is to uh take a look at how you're holding the ukulele because it seems like there's some chords where like it's kind of falling okay you have a soprano ukulele so it's it's a little bit tough i know because uh, you're trying to support it here and you know uh, i think your thumb was back back here when you were doing like the b flat parts and stuff and then when you're trying to switch over to the f there wasn't that much support you can lean the bottom part of your ukulele on your your leg like this and so that you know your forearm here can kind of hold the um, you know this part of the ukulele so you can pretty much see if you can play it with just one hand or one arm so that you don't uh, you're not only relying on the left hand to uh, to support your ukulele you should be able to support your ukulele just with the right leg right arm and, and your body. So if you lean it towards your body, right arm goes here. Uh, that's why I always tell people to use the corner because the corner, you get a nice downward pressure that gets, um, you know, that gets uh, supported with your leg. And then you also have like um, this, the pressure going inside against your body. So, but because if you only had it just on top, then it's only that downward pressure with your with your leg, and then you get this weird like wrist thing going on. If it's too much in front, then it doesn't really support here on this side because it's going it's going to slide. So you want it to be on the corner so you get both sides. So by able to, if you're able to hold it like this, then you're able to play those notes a little bit better, and you know. Because I think you got the chords down, you got the melody down, and stuff, the picking here on the right side. If you held your ukulele a little bit better, if you fix the um, your form, you should be able to get those chords a, a lot cleaner without having to worry about supporting the uke. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it kind of sounded a little more robotic than mm. like you know it than the if you listen to like the original or Dan Holes or whatever mm. is like just it kind of flows right mm -hmm. but then um his i think because he was worried about dropping mm, yeah, it and stuff, yeah you can kind of hear where it's like there's it there's an island and then there's like a pause 
waiting for me like mm. it kind of sounds like that right where yeah. so if you listen to the original it should kind of just flow all one into the other mm-hmm. so yeah so phrasing it's definitely going to get affected if you're not you know if you're not holding because you have to uh it's it's this right here when he went to the you know the, to the b yeah. flat put his thumb back you don't you know you don't have to have your thumb back here you can because when he was playing f he had his thumb up here you can use the same you know the same method to hold your ukulele here and support it but i think there, it's going to be doing like like you know stuff like the b flat minor into the uh, into the f you can do that with your thumb up here so you you don't have to worry about that part but focus more on on this arm so you don't have to rely on this or the grip or whatever to make sure that it's okay if you get this part down that should help a lot already yeah but you know technique um technique is there you know like um i think chord changes you know chord changes are there um i'm I'm not expecting like a hundred percent clean or anything because i know you're you know you're still you're still trying to get the song down still learning it and stuff so not too worried about that you pretty much know where you need to clean up the song um but yeah that's that's my biggest takeaway work on your form and everything else should uh should follow yeah i I think he has like he knows the song and Mm -hmm. he knows what it, it should sound like so it really is just these little things to kind of just like smooth it out and get it sound more like, uh, you know, somebody is like singing the song along with it because it's like a chord melody too, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's, it shouldn't just be that like, because I think that's one thing too is he went from like, you can tell parts where he's going from picking to strumming back to picking, you know, it's like there's a clear cut between each part where ideally it would kind of be all one mm. performance, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. But there was like the right amount of strumming in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just trying to just make sure that it's uh, even tempo Mm -hmm. all the way through. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, he has the right beats, right? It's Mm -hmm. just like if he can kind of smooth it out and then kind of add like that that swing in that's kind of natural. So, yeah. Yeah. You're really close. um, Like using your your palm to Mm -hmm. just support Support. that side. Mm -hmm. Like then you can switch between. And I always... I I use it a lot this, to like just like the end prop part, up. yeah. yeah <laughs> like mm. if I need to switch between mm. like a a chord where my thumb is up above to like to behind, like I use that mm. a lot just to like lift up the mm. you know to support. Yeah, but other than that, I thought I thought he did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he's he's almost there. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, like ironing out little details. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay, cool. Anything else? Uh, I think that, that was it. Uh, I think so. So, uh, I don't know. Do you want to do the songwriting challenge? Yeah, let's let's do our songs. Let's let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah. I say that Fantastic only because like... song. <laughs> I only say that because uh, before we, we started the show, I'm like, man, we had like a two-week extension on this uh, on this songwriting challenge and my uh my song got better by zero weeks <laughs> it's it sounds exactly the same and it, as incomplete as it was when it was supposed to be due um so this this is my song it's uh, i don't know what it's called but my uh, well let, let's let's say what the uh what the challenge was first uh we had an, um a mad lib of on the blank we do it blank style right mm-hmm. And um, one and five were some of the chords you could use, but you could basically use whatever you want. But yep. one and is it one and four or one and five? Uh, it was one blank five, but mm. yeah, oh yeah, whatever. okay, yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> I did one and five, but there's a four in there somewhere, so that's fine. <laughs> so um, I wrote about let's just let's just play it. Let's see if Kahai 
gets it. He'll get it though. He'll get it. Oh, okay. So this is, yeah, it's my it's my love song. Oh, it was like this. Not not too high, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I've been thinking about you. How you brighten up my life with your sweet but clumsy side. Calm and so serene like the moon. You hit my heart, though you're so shy. I stood no chance, critical eye. And ooh, I need some blast resistance. Cause you're the bomb at giving me assistance. Me not a baby, quest is on the way. Uh, ah, ah, what's how does that how does that chorus go? Ah, uh, ah, sorry, 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 let me. Let me listen to uh, to, to the I do. Oh my god, it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Got it. Just listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> and ooh resistance. Cause you're the bomb giving me assistance. Me not to be. Oh, that's it. Okay, got it. Go. <laughs> so, Me not to be, the quest is on the way. We do it to a blade style, no matter what the prey. Just turn and pick a page for me. Alright. Share with me a dangle or two. Exploit my weakness for your eyes. When I faint, you fortify. Kazoo. I need some blast resistance Cause you're the bomb Giving me assistance Me not to baby quest is on the way We do it to a blade style No matter what the prey Just turn and pick a page for me There we go <laughs> what was that line on the quest we do it blade style is that it we do dual, it dual blades dual blade style. style so the quest is on the blank on the way yeah. we do it dual blades style i thought i thought the song title could also be like in the hub we do it like, in the hub we do it palico see there's the thing like i didn't want to go for the obvious so it's like i wanted the quest is on the way okay. the quest is on okay. the way we do a dual blade style so it's like it's about so what is it about, Kai? <laughs> I, I mean, we know what the the main thing is about. What is? But who is it for? Should Should we just leave it and let <laughs> see if anybody can guess what it's about? <laughs> no one's gonna guess what no it's about. Gonna... Yeah. It's uh, it's for Minoto. Um, who's your favorite twin, Kai? Because there is no wrong answer. Oh. There is a right answer. There's no wrong answer. Uh, I, this is pretty bad because I I don't even remember the twin's name. It's Hinoa and is Minoto. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Not that I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I have a favorite monster before I have a favorite twin. So, uh, talking about Monster Hunter, yeah. and uh, I've, I've just crammed, packed it with as much Monster Hunter stuff that I could, you know, I could come up with. Um, I took seriously took some of like the um, the Wikipedia page entries and just like put it in this thing. Uh, she's sweet but clumsy, and she's calm and serene like the moon. And then. Uh, uh, 
It hit my heart, though you're so shy, because you're shy. I stood no chance. Critical eye. Mm. What is that, Kahai? Uh, critical mm. eye? Yeah. Critical eye is like a... <laughs> what is it called? Like a, a stat? Or like yeah, a... it raises your your mm. critical hits by... Um, well, depending on what level it is. It's <laughs> maximum up to 40% critical yeah, hits. Yeah. <laughs> What? Very, very, very dorky in this one. And I need some blast resistance because you're the bomb with giving me assistance. So uh, another skill, blast resistance and giving me assistance. She's the quest maiden. She's the one who gives you the quests. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quest is on the way. We do a dual blade style. No matter what the prey, just turn and pick a page for me because that's what she does. She, she takes a page from the, uh, from her, uh, her quest log book thing. And that's how she gives you the quest. And say, share with me a dango or two. Exploit my weakness. Weakness exploit is another, um, critical, <laughs> it's like another cr- critical hits skill. Yeah. Uh, and when I faint, you fortify. I was going to say cart to make it a little bit more, you know, monster hunter ish, but it doesn't fortify. Quite f- and it fortifies also a, uh, you know, it's a skill. It's a skill also. Yeah. 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 I went very nerdy on this one, but that's my song. That's it. I don't know what to call it even. Dual blade style. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to play mine, Aaron? Okay. Just, yeah. Hopefully we can hear it. Yeah. And, and then I'll put it on the audio only too. All right. Four one has like a major four and one. Um, yeah. What key is this in? I guess so. Uh, it's B and E, uh, and it's in a oh. B B B major and E major. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, I I wanted to do it one and five, like mm-hmm. with like you know where E is the one and yeah, e is yeah. The five. but it's it's definitely a four one. Yeah. So the uh, the E is the four and the B is yeah. the five. Yeah. That that's where. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I wrote yeah. like the. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I did the chords first, and then I'm like, okay, and then I started playing along mm-hmm. to it. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's a one and five, mm-hmm. and then I like started listening to it. And I'm like. Nope, I, I, I messed up. That, that's what you it's get cool, when you it's do cool, it's cool. I dig it. It sounds like, like, um, uh, like a, 
like a female vocalist, you know, like kind of song, like very groovy, you know, very um, yeah. like early 2000s, like a Kareem Bailey Ray or, uh, you know, like that kind. Like, I tried. So yeah. when, when you had like the girl vocalists like come in, uh, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I actually, mm. so I the drums and that part mm-hmm. is uh, from this uh, site or this this thing that you can do mm-hmm. called splice, uh, not splice. Uh, what is it called? Uh, well, anyways, you get samples. You can like go through their entire sample library mm-hmm. and find stuff. Mm-hmm. And when after I made the song, I did think like, oh, I can throw some female vocals onto it. Mm-hmm. And I had some, but I, I don't know. It, it, I was just like, nah, I don't want to put stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I just ended up doing that like rise, you know, the mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yeah, that mm-hmm. that's cool. That's yeah. all you needed. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it so, sounded kind of like a, mm-hmm. like an anime mixed with like seventies yeah. disco. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the title is I changed the title for the computer so you guys mm-hmm. wouldn't see it, mm-hmm. but uh, I titled it on the dance floor. We do it disco style. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! And it's I definitely got like inspiration from not like classic disco. It's from like this kind of revamp new disco style you know so yeah yeah. and that's exactly what it sounded like yeah yeah like new disco yeah cool beans man good job disco inspired Mm -hmm. electronic music (laughs) (laughs) cool yeah okay so i did uh a sesame street song (laughs) (laughs) so it's gonna be oscar the grouch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see, where did I put it? Okay. This is my Oscar the Grouch song. I can't really... Yeah, so, so, really Sesame Street. Mm. Everyone on Sesame Street has a favorite holiday. Yuck. There's only one day that I like. I wonder if anyone will celebrate it with me. Every other day of the week, I rarely wear my grungy or grimy or greasy attire. I don't dress like much of a mess except for special occasions. But on the trash collection day, I do it garbage style. Here's how to do it. I take an oily rag and wear it as my shirt And my hat's a broken flower pot filled with dirt Chase the rats from the pizza boxes that I'll use As my soggy moldy cardboardy pair of shoes On every other day of the week I rarely wear my grungy Or grimy Or greasy attire I don't dress like of a mess except for special occasions but on the trash collection day i do it garbage style just follow me kids let's take a milk carton full of speaker wires and the rubber inner tubes from bicycle tires we'll wrap them all around us with a garden hose and swim in all the dumpsters in our garbage clothes on every other day of the week we rarely wear our grungy or grimy or greasy attire. We don't dress like much. 
much of a mess except for special occasions. But on the trash collection day, we do it garbage style. <laughs> on the trash collection days, we do it garbage style. On the trash collection day, I'll do it garbage style. <laughs> 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 this is why I never want to look there. <laughs> I want to take it in. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So good. So good. Tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, with that, with that Mad Lib, yeah. like, there was nothing really, like, you couldn't really yeah. do a serious mm-hmm. song. So, like, I was thinking, like, what? What could it be? Yeah. And I don't know what, why mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that, where... It could could be Oscar the Grouch, and then, <laughs> and then once I went down that rabbit hole, it just all kind of came together. <laughs> so so yeah, so there's a there's a song um, like I guess Oscar the Grouch's most famous song from Sesame Street mm. is um, "I Love Trash," mm. which is kind of like a like a waltzy kind of mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. So I kept it instead. I kept it four four, but mm-hmm. I I made like a lot of like you know it was kind of like nods to that song. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so yeah. good, so yeah. good. The master. <laughs> my, uh, you know, my nephew. He yeah. loves uh, the garbage truck. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the reason why. Because Kahai was telling telling me about his mm. nephew who would go out like on trash day and yeah. wave to the the garbage yeah. truck co- guy. So like probably that was you know yeah. what put that little seed into my brain even to the point where the garbage collector would like you know he would raise his like little fork thing <laughs> yeah. on his the side of his truck and then one day he stopped and he jumped out of his truck and he handed my nephew like a shirt and like a cool. garbage collect mm-hmm. like a garbage truck like a little a hot Toy, wheels garbage yeah. truck or something so yeah there that like and he still loves yeah. uh now he has like uh, garbage truck shirts, and so he wears it oh, on those days, on those days. <laughs> just cute. to go out and wave at the the garbage collector. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my my kid too. Like Wednesdays, like um, she'll be like, "Is garbage man coming today?" Because she'll go by the window and she'll wave, and yeah, the, like the garbage guy will wave back uh, and stuff on like cute. on Christmas, on Easter, like and whatever. Like he has uh has stopped his truck and like given her stuff, oh. like gave her an Easter basket, gave her like Halloween candies and stuff. I'm like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, and um and we felt super bad because like. I guess the other neighbors kind of, you know, uh, know what to do. Like on, on like New Year's, everyone put like a, like a present on top of their, you know, like on top of their garbage, uh, like their garbage can or whatever before pickup. And the guy would go and pick it up and stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, what do you have in the kitchen? This is like everyone's giving them something. We haven't given them anything. And he gives our daughter all the stuff. And we, <laughs> I remember we just did a Costco run and like, let's, let's give them this, like this, uh, this 12 pack of, what was it? Canada Drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I took this, this like 12, uh, 12 can of, uh, a can pack, a 12 pack of, uh, Canada dry, put it on top of like, and then I, I remember him coming out and he's like, oh, thanks. I'm like, hey, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> cool guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, kids love garbage trucks for some reason. Like, yeah. they dig it, man. I've seen like, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. other, you know, it's like wholesome videos where the garbage collector will come out and, mm-hmm. you know, give the kid a toy or something. And mm-hmm. I thought like, that's like one in a million though, right? Yeah. But it's just like, 
oh uh, yeah it, it's kind of like oh reconfirming <laughs> my faith in humanity yeah. when yeah like this garbage collector is like nice to my nephew so i yeah. definitely gotta like after we put this uh podcast up i gotta send the that to kiro yeah oh cool, <laughs> she'll cool, probably cool. like think it's yeah. awesome yeah yeah, yeah so is it the same one every time like uh, is it the same garbage man that next so, to their law yeah yeah and he's the like mm. the guy who's nice to mm. you know my nephew mm. and they they made sure it was him and it yeah. was funny because one time they're they're like oh yeah we should give him something mm. back yeah and they were going to, but then they looked out the window and they're like, oh, it's not him. It's not him. Wait, wait. Hold, hold on to it. Yeah. We got to wait for the right one. Put him back in the house. So. Yeah, because like, uh, my, my kid gets bummed out when it's not that, that guy and like, mm-hmm. and he doesn't wave like the, the, you know, the other, the other person or the, there's like two other people. They just like pass by the house, pick up the garbage and like, and just pass right by. Like my kid gets like super bummed. Aww. She has to wait till like the next week yeah, to yeah. see like the good garbage yeah. man come Hopefully by. He's- next week's favorites yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's the thing like i mean i don't think she cares if like the other garbage men like would, uh, would would wave at her she would like you know she would like it whichever way i don't think yeah. she cares yeah. but there's only that one particular dude that like that actually waved she's, <laughs> yeah. she's well, stoked every time yeah my, my nephew like he so the first time he saw him too like mm-hmm. he, he was like oh what's your name you know mm-hmm. and he my nephew was just like in awe his jaw was like open and he was just staring <laughs> at the guy and he does this with strangers too and so mm-hmm. my my brother-in-law has to go and like put his hand underneath his jaw and be like close your come on close your mouth kid <laughs> like don't don't just leave your mouth open but so he was just standing there and they're like oh his this is his name you know and stuff mm-hmm. but uh when he drives away my nephew will go hand 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 telling mm-hmm. you know either my sister or my brother-in-law to give them his hand like to give them their hand mm-hmm. and then he takes her hand and he starts like running and they gotta <laughs> run with him after the garbage truck to go yeah. all around their neighborhood <laughs> so yeah that that it I, that's like something that they sent to us that is like always like that's cool yeah always always brightens our day <laughs> to see them do that that kind of stuff nice man yeah that that was a very uh yeah, listening to that, I was like, just like, oh, I can't wait to show this to Kira the whole time. Because <laughs> I think she'll think it's cool. Yeah. Ah, good job, everyone. Yeah, that was still not bad. All right. One definitely sounded like he's worked like four weeks on it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? But you said you finished it in the two weeks that we yeah. were supposed to do it. Yeah. Huh. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, I was telling Aaron too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's just the thing with songs. Sometimes mm-hmm. you start writing them, and it just mm-hmm. comes out like really quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the words and everything comes yeah. out. And then other like this song in particular, mm-hmm. I think I wrote half of it, mm-hmm. and it was the day, the Wednesday before it was supposed to be due. Yeah. And I was like, "What the heck is going on? Why isn't the rest of the song coming out? You know, nothing. <laughs> it's not progressing any further." Mm-hmm. So I told Aaron that I wrote an entire another song. Mm. And after I finished that one, I was like, oh, okay, I have ideas for this song again. Mm. And I finished it. But it's just like, you just kind of got to pump it out, right? Like, mm. and I think that that was cool about your song too, is that, uh, you know, we tell people like, if you have an idea for a song, mm. just pull out your phone and start recording yeah. whatever little idea you have and keep it so you can like expand upon it later, you know? Mm. And yeah, that that's 
that is what you do, right? Like you, if you have an idea for a song, you, you'll just record it on your phone, right? Yeah. Voice memo is like, is such a godsend, like to, uh, to, to a songwriter. Cause I think I've mentioned before and kids don't do this, but like sometimes I'd get like an idea and I'd like, I'd be, you know, I'd be somewhere. I'd be like driving. It's like, Oh my God, I got to park somewhere. And then like take out my thing, like do, 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 or whatever it may be. And like, uh, if, if somebody were to get a, get a hold of my phone and listen to all those do do doos that I have, they're like, <laughs> what the heck is this random BS that this guy is do do doing to his, uh, you know, to his phone? But when you listen to like the Benito Tyler album, it's just like, oh yeah, well, there it is. <laughs> There's that do 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 that he was doing, you know? Yeah. I, I, like, I find too that when I'm in front of my computer, sometimes I'm like doing stuff, but it's just, Mm-hmm. you know nothing is like i feel like really coming out mm-hmm. so i like walk away and i go and make lunch and while i'm making lunch i'm like humming mm-hmm. and i'm like oh okay i got i got yeah, part nice, two nice. part two came I know, out i know yeah. what comes next <laughs> good job everybody yeah okay cool so um we're looking forward to everyone's uh everyone's submission next week i still have that uh that pickled mango i don't know if it's any good now it's like a month ago you get yes, another but, one. Yeah. i mean you know i gotta get another one but i don't know if they have any more like so i'll break that one i'll go maybe. check the uh the the date but if anything you know i'll just maybe get some like leaking mango instead because yeah. that keeps that keeps better because it's dried instead of it being pickled and yeah stuff, so. I, that might be better a better idea mm. to send to because then we don't have to worry about like, like liquids yeah oh yeah, i guess so too. yeah, yeah. So. I'll, I'll give lee mango instead okay yeah yeah so there you go so we're yeah. gonna pick the winner next week next week okay yeah next week yeah okay and um yeah that's that should be that should be good <laughs> mm. everybody gets five weeks to do this <laughs> uh we've got lots of cool or are we gonna announce a winner today i, I saw that you had a wheel yeah, we, we can, but uh, we can also wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll give everybody one more week. I'm sure the people are inspired now and stuff. Like, when you know, now that they've heard our stuff, they're like, oh, that's it? That's all you got to do? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make chords. one then, yeah. Two chords. I want to make one then. Aw, see, I want leading mango. So for this, for all those people, you have till next week, Thursday, okay? Um, Kaha, any other businesses we should attend to? Uh, the uh, solo just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. um... Uh, what's his name? Buddy Holly? Buddy Holly. Yeah. Every day by Buddy Holly. So make sure you check that out. Um, I'm more familiar with the, um, with the Don McLean version. So I kind of base it off of that version, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure to check that out. Cause I was like, uh, people like Vincent's. Maybe I'll do another Don McLean song. And I came and I was like, oh, let's do every day. I'm like, oh, Buddy Holly is a Buddy Holly song. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, who does that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Super cool. I, I dig it. I, I like that song a lot. It's nice and, nice and simple, but, um, everyone knows it. So it's a nice little, uh, cool little project that, that you guys can work on if you guys are interested in picking up a whole new song to learn. Um, what else, Kai? Uh, the, well, uh, new, uh, there was a new newsletter that, that came out. So you guys, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't checked your emails, um, Aaron sent out a nice little newsletter, you know, for, for everyone to check out and just, some really cool articles in there, so uh, check that out as well. Let's see what else. Tomorrow we have a low, uh, lower Friday live jam, and of course we have um, uh, coaching. Um, the the less the private lessons are also available. We we have uh, we have a lot of um, a lot of open slots for next week. So book it, you know, book it now because usually it's like. The beginning of the month gets super filled because everyone's like, okay, cool, I want my lesson, and in the middle of the month, like. 
is is kind of you know it's kind of slow and at the end of the month people are like oh my god i forgot to book my lesson <laughs> so i was gonna book as much as possible at the end of the you know at the end of the month so it's always pretty clear around this time so make sure you check those out and get your slots I, yeah. yeah and i mean it, it's coming up in a couple of weeks but mm-hmm. the the first of july mm-hmm. is also the uh the first thursday and oh so wow okay a lot is gonna happen that day right where it's mm-hmm. gonna be a lesson should be coming out um uh, the open mic open yeah we're gonna do podcast and open mic so yeah yeah that it. day you get you, i don't know yeah mm-hmm. you should mark it on your calendar yeah so that's that's july 1st we're uh we're we're streamlining the uh the open mic a little bit where we're trying to figure out you know like now that we've done it for a few months now we're trying to figure out new ways to do it and new rules that, you know, that we're going to come up with so that gives everybody you know it gives everybody a set we want to give people a set yeah. Instead of just like I'll play one song and then like right, an hour move on later, to the like, move on the yet, next person. So. I'll, I'll, you know, I think it works better this way if people get a set. This is kind of like you get two songs, so you can play like your slow song in the beginning or whatever, like a warm up song, and your big song or the second one. I think that works better. So we might do sets instead. Yeah, and yeah. I think, but if if people are like aren't really sure and they, they join and they're like. I didn't have a song prepared, but yeah, I you can of, do one if you just want to do one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and we'll we will do like the thing where it's like once we get through everybody, yeah. then we we can kind of be like, oh, mm-hmm. does anybody else have a song yeah, to play yeah, or whatever? Yeah. So, so it's not going to be super formal though. Also, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're just adding in this little thing to kind of like make sure that yeah. everybody gets their turn. Because, I mean, that's kind of what we wanted to do at first, give people sets, but we didn't know how many people we were going to get. Like, that first uh, month that we did it, we had, like, about 100 people, like, kind of come in and out and stuff. It's... uh so if we gave every like everyone that played like the two songs or three songs, I don't think we would have gotten through everyone you know in that day. So, but now that it's kind of like we we know who the um you know we know who the the main players are. Of mm-hmm. course, you know new people are going to come in every month. Um, but I think we'll have time to get through everyone, even if we give everybody a set. Yeah. Yeah. So think of a two song set for those of you folks who are uh, interested in signing up for the open mic. So two song sets. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is actually a cool little like uh, dry run for some people who want to start performing and stuff because sets are like something that you don't think about. We're like, okay, what's the pacing going to be? Yeah. You know, like, and, and until you get out there and, and play in front of an audience, you're like, man, this is very important. The order that I play, you know, play these songs or which songs I should play out of my repertoire. If I only have two, which are the two that's going to give the most impact and stuff? It's, it's, it's really cool to start practicing that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, Kahai? <clears throat> uh, I think that's pretty much it. There All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Ukulele Underground podcast. Thank you for watching. If you're part of Ukulele Underground, why don't you sign up for UU Plus? Because we got tons of new stuff and uh, we're updating content all the time uh, over at UU Plus. Take your ukulele playing to the next level. Take some private lessons. Um, watch the uh, watch all our seminars, all our extra stuff on UU Plus. Um, check out uh, the YouTube channel for all the lessons and play-alongs and stuff like that. And we'll see you folks on the underground. Aloha. Aloha.